Your dad is supposed to be your first love. He put me through a lot. He would cry every day when I was a little girl. I wish I had somebody that would would have told me. I didn't know who was real and who wasn't. Hello, everybody. My name is Jemiah Walker, and I'm the CEO of Daddyless Daughter Incorporated. And you're listening to The Journey Without Him. Hey, y'all. Hey, happy Sunday. I'm so happy to be back with another episode of The Journey Without Him. I want to thank everybody who tuned in last week for the first episode of The Journey Without Him, where we got to know who Maya Gibson was and hear the Maya Gibson story. I want to give a special thank you to Maya again for allowing me to interview her and for her being a part of this amazing journey as we dive into the journey without him. Today, I want to go over a question I get asked a lot. What is a daddyless daughter? Do I identify as a daddyless daughter? How do I know if I'm daddyless? Uh, Is a daddyless daughter just someone who doesn't know their father or lost their father? And I am going to go into the four different ways that a young lady or a woman can be fatherless because I feel like people put daddyless daughters into one box and they do not understand that a daddyless daughter comes in so many different forms. So if you have any questions about if you can identify as daddyless or if you should feel ashamed for identifying as daddyless, I really hope that this episode clears that up for you and lets you know that one, you're not alone. And two, you can be a daddyless daughter in more than one aspect. I am a daddyless daughter in all four aspects between my biological father, whom is still alive, and the man who raised me, who was murdered March 26, 2010 at 5 o'clock p.m. Rest in peace to my daddy. That is my whole world. He is the reason why I started this brand. So we're going to jump right into it. So, y'all, there are four different types of daddyless daughters. So, the first one is a daddyless daughter who has a shadow father. So, a shadow father is a father who is in his daughter's life, but he is absent mentally, emotionally, spiritually, or physically. Young women and girls who have shadow fathers are also, like, really hesitant to identify as daddyless because if they take a picture with their dad, people automatically assume Oh, her dad's in her life. She doesn't understand what it feels like to be daddyless. But you could have a man in the house and have no emotional, mental, or spiritual connection with him. He's literally like a shadow. So I think that for shadow daddyless daughters, they are often overlooked because they feel like they don't have the right. Like, I don't have the right to identify as being daddyless because at least I can say that I grew up in a home with my with my father. But you can grow up in a home with somebody and literally do not know who they are. So that is the first type of daddyless daughter you can be is you have a shadow father. Like he's there. Um, and most of the time he doesn't come to any sporting events. He doesn't come to any school events. Um, it's very hard for you to have a conversation with him. You just, you feel no connection to this man. It's like we share DNA, but what else? Like there's a big gaping hole in your heart because you want to have this strong bond relationship with him, but you just don't for different reasons because he's working because he's overseas or because he just literally doesn't have the emotional capacity to connect with you. So if you are a shadow daddyless daughter, I don't want you to feel ashamed or feel like you can't identify with being daddyless because your father is physically in a picture. You can feel a gaping hole in your heart and it is okay. Like, my Jason was a shadow father like and that is my whole entire world he was there physically but he didn't come to school events he didn't come to cheer events he didn't come to track meets 
the one thing that he always did was make sure that I had money and that I was taken care of. But the things that were important to me, he did not show up for because they weren't important to him. He didn't see the importance of coming to a chilling competition or us going somewhere with just the two of us and just bonding. He was so hell bent on making money and making sure that, that we were financially taken care of that he missed the other steps that go into fatherhood. So to my shadow daddyless daughters, I've been there. I see you um, and you're not alone and it is okay to identify with being daddyless. So up next we have the, we have the angel father. So this is the daddyless daughter who became a daddyless daughter because her father is no longer physically on earth. I think that being an angel daddyless daughter is kind of self-explanatory. Um, your dad's not here. He transitioned um, onto a better life. He is, you know, either in heaven or hell. I don't determine where anybody goes. I'm just being transparent. Everybody does not make it to the gates of heaven. We have no say on who makes it to heaven who does not make it to heaven but one thing we know about angel daddy's daughters is they don't get the opportunity to reconnect they don't get the opportunity to have a conversation with their fathers they go through a very intense grieving process i think that all daddy's daughters no matter which daddy's daughter you are you go through a grieving process but the thing about angel daddy's daughters is that there's no opportunity to reconnect rebuild um bond love touch feel smell their father because he is literally no longer here on earth whereas other daddyless daughters if god permits it and if it's in their future they'll have the ability to reconnect and rebuild their relationship with their father but for angel daddyless daughters there is literally no opportunity for them to do that. So Angel Daddyless Daughters, which I am also an Angel Daddyless Daughter because Jason was murdered on his way to come and get me from school. And I think that that is something that I live with every day. That's something that is very hard to heal from, no matter how much therapy you receive, no, no money, how many prayers you do, how, how much you just know that everything happens for a reason losing your father and not being able to have him physically here deprives you in a way that is very hard to explain it's something that you have to constantly heal from and from different stages of your life because as an angel daddy's daughter I lost my dad at 12 um I'm currently pregnant but then I think about okay when I give birth my father won't be here to hold you know, his grandchild. When I get married, my father won't be able to walk me down the aisle. When I graduate from college and I'm looking into the crowd, I don't see him. And it's not because he doesn't want to be there. He literally physically cannot be there because he's now in a better place. So Angel Daddyless Daughters, I I definitely, definitely, definitely identify with you. I love you. Um, I want you to be very patient with yourself. And understand that grieving comes in cycles. There is no complete end goal to grieving. People think that grieving is a destination. And once you get to that destination, you're done grieving. But when you enter different chapters of your life, you may find yourself having to re-grieve your father who is no longer here. And I want you to know that that is okay. And it's part of a cycle. 
grieving literally is a cycle how you grieve your father if you lost him as a little girl is not how you will grieve your father when you're 60 it's not how you grieve your father when you're 16 and grieving comes in waves it's up and down it's not always pretty it's literally a journey so that is the second way that a young lady or woman can be daddyless is if she has an angel father What I would also like to say as it pertains to being an angel daddy's daughter and having an angel father is that every woman on earth will eventually become an angel daddy's daughter. Like you will have an angel father because nobody is guaranteed eternity on earth. At some point, every woman will lose their father and experience it. Um, you will experience the grieving, you will experience the heartache, you will experience the pain of not having that relationship anymore or grieving the fact that you never had it at all and now he's really gone and there's just no opportunity for you so I think that for Angel Daddy's daughter that is the end destination for all women all little girls is that at some point in your life you are literally going to lose your father and you have to figure out how to navigate being an angel daddyless daughter at some point and there's no rule book there's no toolkit on how to properly grieve your father um and it's something that all women have to prepare themselves for no matter how old they are because you never know when your time is coming to be an angel daddyless daughter there's no oh when you're when you're 50 um when you're when you're 35 you could literally have him today and he'd be gone tomorrow so I think that is something also for women to think about and consider is that at some point in your life you will be an angel daddyless daughter the third type of daddyless daughter that I'm going to be discussing is going to be the daddyless daughter who has the revolving door dad so the revolving door dad is a father who comes in and out of his daughter's life and lacks consistency. So this dad, this daughter is taking on an emotional roller coaster because she does not know what a healthy father daughter relationship looks like because one minute daddy is here. Next minute daddy is gone. It could be because he is dealing with, you know, incarceration. He's in and out of jail. It could be due to co-parenting issues. And we'll talk about that in later episode is how co-parenting and unhealthy co-parenting can cause a child to be fatherless that's something that no one wants to talk about is that the role that you know women sometimes play in creating an atmosphere where fathers are revolving doors in their child's life but like I said the revolving door father takes his daughter on an emotional roller coaster and she's unable to identify what a healthy relationship looks like between a male and a female because she's unable to identify what a healthy relationship looks like with her father. One minute she's jumping for joy. The next minute she is literally heartbroken crying because he's not here. And this could be, like I said, due to circumstances or literally by choice where a dad is like, you know, I don't really care about how consistent I am with seeing my children. I'll skip a weekend. I'll skip a week. I'll go a few months without calling. I'll go a few um, weeks without texting or checking up on her and making sure she's okay. And it's an emotional roller coaster. And oftentimes women who have revolving door dads tend to shut down completely because it's like they are wishing on a fallen star and they are constantly being disappointed and they're, they get their hopes up. And at some point a little girl or a woman gets tired of having her hopes 
just shut down or having her heart crushed because she holds her father to so many high expectations and time and time again he disappoints her due to most of the time what I see in my community is incarceration he keeps going in and out of jail and I'm unable to build a healthy relationship with him or he literally does not want to be an active father like some days you know when it's time to be on social media we have a lot of social media dads we also have a lot of great dads but right now we're going to talk about the ones who you know do things for show when it's time to floss when it's time to flaunt like he is there like lights camera action daddy's there but the moment something goes wrong or he gets in an argument with my mom or I as a child say something or do something he doesn't agree with he bounces so the revolving door dad creates a lot of frustration in the daddyless daughter because he's unable to be consistent for whatever the reason may be like I said before it could be because of circumstances because of job relation like he's traveling he doesn't have the ability to just be there consistently or like it just doesn't matter to him like he picks and he chooses when he wants to be a dad and when he doesn't want to be a dad and you don't really get to pick and choose when you want to be a dad because you're always going to have that title but there's being the noun of a father and there's being the verb of a father so they lack the opportunity or they lack the desire to always maintain being the verb of a father and we call those the revolving door dads and those are like I said the daddyless daughters who just are unable to maintain a healthy relationship with their father because it's not consistent. So the last type of daddyless daughter that we'll be talking about on this episode is the daddyless daughter who has the misplaced father. A misplaced father is a father who does not exist in his daughter's life. The father may have decided that he did not want to actively be involved in his child's life and refuses to show up in any form. This father can also be misplaced due to circumstances such as unhealthy co-parenting. It could be due to living in another, in another country. It could be due to incarceration. It could be due to him not wanting to be there. And it could also be due to a young lady literally not knowing who her father is at all. So with daddyless daughters who have misplaced fathers, I feel like for a piece of their life, I won't say their entire life, they go on this journey trying to better understand themselves and they spend a lot of time searching for answers. Whereas other daddyless daughters, they tend to have like a foundation sometimes on how they ended up in their situation. But for misplaced fathers, especially daddyless daughters who do not know the identity of their father at all, a piece of them is always left wondering when they look in the mirror, what features do I have that look like him? Do I smile like him? Do I talk like him? Do I get my height from him? And depending on the type of mother that they have, they may get those answers and they may not get those answers. So a piece of them is always left wondering the woulda, coulda, shoulda if he was here. If he was here, what would he say to me? If he was here, would he be proud of me? If he was here, would he say that I look like him? Would he say that I look like his side of the family? Um, for the ones who have misplaced fathers due to incarceration, it's very hard for them to build a relationship with their father sometimes because, you know, letters. They're told this one-sided story about their father and they no longer have the desire to reconnect or rebuild or get to know their fathers. So I think that misplaced fathers also send women on emotional roller coasters like revolving door dads do. But it's on a different level because they're just not there. It's no like he's there one day. And he's not there tomorrow. Like 
he's completely absent as if he was an angel father, but he's not dead. And I think that is very hard for women to adjust to is knowing that he's somewhere out there and he may be thinking of me. He may not be thinking of me, but they kind of operate sometimes as if he does not exist at all. And it's like you have to grieve a man before you actually grieve him. Before you get the phone call or before, you know, you discover who he is at whatever age they are given the opportunity to discover who he is or before you're able to reconnect. It's like you've already grieved the fact that you do not have a relationship with your father. So to the women out there who have misplaced fathers, I also, my biological father, I would consider is a misplaced father because he's just not there by choice um he hasn't been there by choice I feel like my entire life and he lived five minutes away from me when I lived in California but we just did not have a relationship he did not put in the effort to me to actively be a part of my life and be a part of my journey and I don't have to necessarily look in the mirror to figure out what pieces of him I have I know exactly what characteristics of my biological father that I have and sometimes that's the hardest thing to face with having a misplaced father is that sometimes you do know bits and pieces of who he is and you do know what characteristics you have of him because your mom says things like you look like your dad or you get this from your dad and you're always being compared to somebody that you have no relationship with. So you who before listening to this episode did not know the four different types of being a daddyless daughter. I'll just quickly, you know, run through the titles. We have the shadow father. So the daddyless daughter who has a shadow father. We have the daddyless daughter who has an angel father. We have a daddyless daughter who has a revolving door father. And we have a daddyless daughter who has a misplaced father. I really hope that this episode was able to shed light on the fact that being a daddyless daughter does not come in one form. We are not all put in one box and you do have the ability to show up as a daddy was daughter in more than one form. You can have a shadow dad and a revolving door dad. You can have a misplaced father who eventually turns into an angel father. And in different aspects and different chapters of your life, you may experience different types of relationships with the same man that has put you in every characteristics. First, you were a shadow. Then you were misplaced. Then you became a revolving door. And then you became an angel father. But one thing I will say about all forms of daddyless daughters is that you do have the ability to be resilient. You do have the power not to allow your father's decision to not be there. Or even it was even if it wasn't his choice not to be there, his absence, you have the ability not to allow your father's absence to negatively impact your life. You have the power to take your power back. You have the ability to transform your pain into power and your sorrow into success. And I do not want you to feel defeated. I do not want you to feel alone. I do not want you to feel like I'm going to count myself out because the rest of the world counted me out. I don't want you to feel like I have to be the body says that the ability to heal give yourself grace give yourself time be realistic with how you feel about your father not being there don't try to run from the pain that you are feeling because when you run from pain is literally knocking on your door in a different form or fashion whether it be in your personal relationships whether it be in your friendships whether it be with your self-esteem your relationship with your other family members is going to show up so the one thing that I would tell you to do is I can't tell you what's the thing I would encourage you to do is be realistic about how your father's absence has impacted you 
and start your healing journey from there. You're never too old to heal from the impact that your father has had on you. You are never too old to shed light and cry out about the pain that he has caused. Even if people make you feel like, you know, you should get over it. Your dad's not here. Get over it. That's not something that you can just sweep underneath a rug. And I would encourage you to find a community of friends, of families, of mentors who will allow you to heal at your own pace. I don't want you to give up on your healing journey. And if your father is still around, I don't want you to completely close off the opportunity of repairing that relationship if it's possible, because everybody has their own story. You as a dadless daughter have your story and your father, regardless of the decisions that he made, has his own story behind the reasons why he may act the way that he's acted or the reason why he was absent. Now, we may not always agree with the story. We may not always feel like, you know, it's a valid story or your reasoning for not being in my life is so valid that it's okay that I went through this journey of pain. It's okay that I spent my nights crying myself to sleep about you, but I want you to be open and I want you to remember that not only do you have a story as the daddy's daughter, but your father also has a story and he may not be ready to share that story. You may not ever hear that story, but I want you to know that your story does not have to end with the decisions that he made. Do not count yourself out. Do not feel alone. Know that there are so many women across the world who feel what you feel and are able to relate to you and that you genuinely are not alone. And if you have any questions, if you have any comments, if you have any concerns, if you need a shoulder to cry on, if you need somebody to listen to, please don't hesitate to reach out to me. Again, my personal Instagram is Jemaya Michelle. The Daddy's Daughter page is changing.my.destiny. Um, definitely follow both pages if possible so that when we do have virtual Daddy's Daughter events or in-person Daddy's Daughter events that you are surrounded with a safe place with women who truly, truly understand what it feels like to be daddyless, but will not allow that title to negatively impact them. The title daddyless does not have to mean something negative. You can literally flip it just how I was able to flip it, my pain into something positive, And I'm able to minister to daddyless daughters of all kinds. I want you to find the beauty in your story and find your reason why, despite the pain that you are enduring. I really hope that this episode was fulfilling to you. I really hope that I was able to break this down for you. I want you to know that I love you. I see you. I hear you. And I look forward to our next episode next week. I hope that y'all have an amazing Sunday. I hope that y'all have an amazing week. And remember, you have the power to change your pain into power and your sorrow into success. Once a girl with scars, now a woman with a testimony. Don't forget, your life is a walking testimony. Mm-hmm.